podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Phillips Laven of the 1012 Podcast here. Have you been listening to this show for a while and thought, you know, if that guy can do this, then so can I? Well, you're, you're probably right. And it's worth giving a shot. The one question you're going to ask yourself is, how do I get my podcast out for everyone to listen to on iTunes, on Spotify? Well, you're going to need a hosting site. And if I may make a suggestion, go with Anchor. It's easy and it's free, which is great for podcast hobbyists uh, who aren't exactly expecting this to make a lot of income, especially starting out. Anchor is fantastic. Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need in one place. It has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your show on listening platforms like we mentioned Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And again, it is totally free. It's fantastic. It is what we use. And if it's what we use, it's what we're going to suggest to others. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, that is the Anchor app or anchor.fm to get started with your podcast. to a bit of a late start but hey what's a podcast without logistical and technical issues to sort out at least it's friday and it's better late than never and it's time for picks i'm chris ross and this is the 1012 podcast the podcast that covers all 10 teams in the big 12 conference Last week was not a good pick week for me, but let's not focus on that. Overall, I'm still holding on to the lead at 22-22-1, which means I'm at an even 500, and if I'm honest, I'm not really happy with that. You lose money on the juice. I need to have a good week this week. Speaking of a good week, Phil closed the gap a bit, and he now sits at 19-26. and 26. Our guest picker from last week also got the redemption he was seeking, Daniel Alexander of GrindersWithBlinders.com. He's our professional picker. He's a great guy. He's he's one of our favorite guest pickers to date. He went 4-2 and two to bring our guest pickers to 18-21. and 21. This week, our guest picker is Parker Fleming from Stats O War podcast of SB Nation's TCU site, Frogs O War. Parker did a phenomenal job. There's a reason his podcast is called Stats O War. He brings the knowledge you guys are going to love listening. He's fantastic, fantastic guest. If you guys aren't checking out his podcast, you guys, I don't know what you're waiting on. Definitely need to do, need to do that, especially if you're a TCU fan. We've got four Big 12 games this week to pick. Number five, Oklahoma heads to Kansas State. 15th ranked Texas heads to TCU where the Horn Frogs open up as the favorite. So that's an interesting one. Oklahoma State heads to 23rd ranked Iowa State. And to wrap up the Big 12 slate, Texas Tech faces a Kansas team that just gave Texas everything they wanted. Just a heads up, Phillip is going to pick up after the break as I, because no one knows how to drive in the rain, was fighting traffic to get back and record. While Phillip and Parker waited for me, they started talking about Mike Gundy and Gary Patterson and the problem with the Big 12's most tenured coaches. I thought 
that conversation was so good, I split it off into its own episode. So this was originally recorded as one long episode that has now been split up. Look for the conversation to drop very, very soon as a bonus episode. It's very good. You don't want to miss it. In the meantime, if you have not checked out the content on ESPN+, what are you waiting for? It's seriously great. The Miles to Go series following less miles at Kansas is alone worth the $5 a month. But on top of that, you also get the basketball games that will be on ESPN Plus this season and all the other Big 12 Now content. If you want to check it out, head over to the 1012 Podcast Twitter page and there's a link pinned to the top that will get you a free week. That's at T-E-N 12 Podcast. I'm a stats junkie to the point that I like to read stats and, and try to figure out what they mean, but I'm not always good at, at really analyzing some things and getting into all. I just like, show me some stats and let me figure it out. But other than that, um, you do a really good job of it. So I am very intrigued by how you go about picking games. Um, so let's go ahead and just get into it. Uh, obviously, we'll pick uh, four Big 12 games this week and one non-Big 12 game. And I want to start, since you're our guest, why don't we start with the weirdest opening line of the week? which is TCU, Texas. TCU actually opened as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, I know they're hosting Texas this week, but that is just absurd. I'm going to be honest. Uh, at this point, the line has flipped. UT is a one-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is 57-and-a-half, but you can get it at 57 if that interests you. So, Parker, what is your pick in this game? Yeah, so can I do a quick detour and just talk? Because I, I haven't put these out in public before. So I do have an EPA-based projection model. I've gotten asked about it a bunch. I'm not really interested in like betting. And so I'm not really interested in talking to people about that right now. Um, but so I, I did put it together and I just wanted to try it out for this week. So I've taken EPA offense, EPA defense, special teams, a little bit of opponent adjustments, and then compared them for each teams. And I'm making picks this week just based on that wholly. So we're just going to test this thing out in the wild and, and see what happens. So I agree that the TC Texas line started out ridiculous and is still a little ridiculous. By my numbers, I have Texas plus four and a half, and so I am taking um, I'm taking Texas and the points in that one. Yeah, I, that line opened with TCU as a favorite, and I just sat there and I, and everyone's reaction was like, "What does Vegas know that we don't?" Like, is this just an overreaction to that Kansas Texas game? I don't, I have I have no idea what to think about it. Um, I'm I'm with you here. I Texas right now. I'll take it at one. I'll take it at one and a half. I'll take it at. You want to see it keep going up to four. That's great. Uh, I think Texas, I, I know they might be without Eagles, wide receiver. I know the defense is still banged up. Uh, TCU actually is better on offense than some of the, than just like scores seem to dictate. I, but I think, I just don't understand it. I don't. I take TC, Texas is going to lose another game or two. Um, but I see that against like Baylor and Iowa State more than I see that against TCU. So I, I will also take uh, Texas to kind of easily cover that that one and a half point spread. Yeah, I really don't understand how that line opened up with TCU as the favorite, and even just as it's moved in Texas's favor, I would I would expect this game to be kind of the Longhorns to be more heavily favored than the the point they are now, which is basically you know a heads up. I get it that the Longhorns are coming off the loss of the Red River Showdown and then the showing against Kansas. The Jayhawks gave them everything 
they wanted and, and probably then some as they got flashbacks to 2016 there in, in, in that game. It's So I understand Vegas kind of maybe being down on the Longhorns, but I just don't see where they're getting the confidence in TCU. The Horn Frogs have lost three of their last four games. They're also that game they won in that stretch was against Kansas. They blew out the Jayhawks. But this is an entirely different Kansas team. The Longhorns had the misfortune of one coming off the rivalry game in, in that loss, and then two facing a team they haven't seen much of on film because of the offensive staff changes the Jayhawks made during the bye week. And let's not to mention, you know, the Jayhawks had a bye week to prepare for the Longhorns. It's, I I don't get it. The Texas is four and three against the spread. The Frogs are two and four against the spread. I expect that trend to continue. I'm going to take the Longhorns and... (laughs) I this might be the easiest pick of the season. Of course, you know that probably means TCU is going to win this game, and and Vegas knows something we don't. But with the information we have now, you look at Duggan, the quarterback at TCU. He's improving, but he's a freshman. Ellinger's clearly the better quarterback in this matchup. You know, Darius Anderson is a beast, but so is Ingram. And then you have uh, you know Duvernay and and Johnson versus Jalen Rager and and. This is going to be a skill position, you know, matchup across the board. But I, I like the way the Longhorns stack up in this game, and uh, I think they get the win in Fort Worth. Okay, well, that's an interesting pick. It's interesting. Um, let's okay. Next, next up, let's do this. I am just going to go ahead and get this Iowa State Oklahoma State game out of the way, so I don't have to talk about it anymore. At the moment, Iowa State is a ten and a half point favorite. Uh, you get an over under of sixty four, but you can get that at sixty three and a half. Uh, Chris, why don't you take this one first? I like Iowa State in this game, but 10.5 is a big number, especially for an Oklahoma State team that's 5-2 against the spread. But the Cyclones are also 4-2-1 against the spread, so something's going to have to give. And, you know, you two, you guys talked about it earlier, about, you know, kind of is Oklahoma State on a down year. And this is, I, I, I believe they are. I, I just don't see the depth behind their playmakers. And Spencer Sanders, I, I love the heart. I love the fight. I love the, the will to win. But as a redshirt freshman, he's trying to do too much. And it's costing his team. He's making mistakes. And especially when he's under pressure and he turns the ball over. Those are costly, costly mistakes. The Cyclones... When given extra possessions, they tend to take advantage of them. And, uh, Philip, you're probably going to say the ULM game was a fluke. Uh, Iowa State putting, what was that, 72 points up on uh, Louisiana Monroe. I, I get it. They're finding their offense, though. And they've, they've only lost two games by a combined three points. They are starting to find their rhythm. Brock Purdy in October. I It's a big number, but I'm going to take Iowa State to cover it. I just think that they're starting to feel it. Oklahoma's defense, Oklahoma State's defense is getting worse. It, it's <laughs> it, it's tough. I, I think this might be a long day for the Cowboys. I like the Cyclones to win by a couple of scores. I 
hope on a like a personal level, I want the Cowboys to come out and show some fight. I hope I'm wrong. I just I haven't seen it, and that's that. It, it's just tough. I I gotta go with my head, and I'm gonna take Iowa State to to cover the ten and a half, get this win by a couple of scores at home. As as the Cowboys continue to kind of flounder around and and figure out who who they're going to be. All right, well, I tell you what, I I I know I'm an OSU guy, but I'm gonna, I'm just honestly I hate ten and a half. I think Iowa State probably covers it. I do. I think this is a. I think they win by two touchdowns. I think OSU's offense is going to struggle in this game, but I don't like ten and a half. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go a different direction. Um, I know Iowa State's put up a big points in some games. That ULM game is a fluke, and as Parker himself mentioned, you know Iowa State scored a lot of points off of TCU turnovers starting over in the the TCU thirty yard line. I think Iowa State puts up some points, but I don't see this game going the sixty four. I just I don't I don't. So I'm gonna go ahead and take the under sixty four here in this game. It's just I don't. I think Iowa State puts up in the thirties. I think OSU sticks around in the, in the 20. So I'm going to take the under in this one. I, I feel better about it than picking either way, though. I do think Iowa state is going to win in this one. Uh, Parker, what's your pick here? Yeah. So my model has Iowa state at plus 18.3 points. So I'm taking Iowa state to heftily cover the 10, 10 and a half point spread. I also think I would take the under as well, which feels like worse. So sorry, Oklahoma state fans that I'm, <laughs> predicting the under and Iowa State to score all of the points. But um, yeah, I, I, I think the Cyclones are in a really nice groove. You know, at, at what point does um, Matt Campbell start thinking about what he's doing in the offseason and in the summer that Iowa State consistently does this, where they just kind of like start really flat and then kind of ramp up? Um, I think that's really interesting. I think they're in stride, and I think they'll, they'll, handle, um, I think they'll handle Oklahoma State for sure. So we've had Levi Stevenson on here a few times, and his opinion is that Matt Campbell likes to experiment in September and doesn't seem – I don't know that he doesn't care about winning, but he seems to care – he thinks he cares more about winning in the Big 12 than he does beating Iowa, um, which is why they can't seem to get over that Iowa hump, even though they get so close so many times. I I don't know if I totally buy that. I, I do buy the experimenting. Coaches like to do that, but I'm of the – like, I'm glad Iowa State's good. Go beat Iowa, and then we can have a conversation about whether or not I'm actually going to be like, yeah, Iowa State, keep winning. Like, if you can't beat Iowa, you just make us all look bad, so stop it. Yeah, that's that's an extremely charitable. I like Levi. I'm not I'm not slighting him. That's an extremely charitable <laughs> interpretation. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, I'm not touching that one. Okay, Oklahoma, <laughs> Kansas State. Oklahoma currently uh, 23 and a half point favorite over Kansas State. Uh, you can get the over under at a 58 or 57 and a half if you would really like to. Um, Parker, why don't you take this one first? What's your what's your feel in this game? What's your EPA numbers tell you? This one actually makes me the most nervous because I only oh sorry the dog's barking um, because I only have Oklahoma by 24.3, so it's right up against that line. But I'm sticking to the EPA numbers. I'm taking OU uh, and I'm taking the um, I'm taking OU to cover. Okay. I've taken OU overs a lot this season, at least a couple of times. And so far, OU overs have yet to fail me. Partially because I think OU pretty much covers them by themselves almost. Like literally all I need the opposing team to do is score 14 points and I get the over. I get it at 57 and a half. 
I, I like K-State. I, I think they're better than they've been. Um, but I, I know they're at home, but man, OU just, I know there's some people who don't buy them. I think OU's really good this year. Like, I do. Um, I know, Chris, you hate when I take overs and unders, but I'm doing it anyways. I'm going to take OU. Uh, I'm taking the over. I'm taking over the 57 and a half. I just, I, I think OU is going to put up at least 40 something points by themselves. All I need is as usual for Kansas state to put up like 14 and I'll, I'll feel good. So I'm gonna take the over in this one because that 23 and a half is just way too big for me to feel comfortable. Well, I, I think the over is wise too. Just, I mean, Skylar Thompson can throw the ball a little bit. I mean, they're going to score a couple mm-hmm. points. So you just need mm-hmm. them to do anything and then, oh, you will cover by itself. Yep, and it, I've I've had overs. It's like sixty three and sixty four. Like I can take fifty seven and a half easy. Yeah. Uh, Chris, what you got? This one is tricky. That twenty three and a half number is is kind of high, especially for conventional wisdom. You know, going against a Kansas State team that likes to slow it down, likes to run the clock, uh, and and the Wildcats are back in the win column after the win last week. Uh, they had a couple losses before that, but I doubted the Sooners' ability to cover. Last week, uh, coming off the Red River Showdown against West Virginia, and Oklahoma had no issues at all. Uh, the only speed bump in that game was didn't even have to do with the football team. It was the, the Sooner Schooner uh, tipping over. That's as <laughs> that's as much defense as West Virginia played in that one. So that's uh, that's tough. I I look at this matchup, and there's a couple things I like. I, I'm going to take the Sooners to cover because. They're they're while Kansas State is fifth in passing yards allowed, Oklahoma is first in total offense. And here's the here's the real catch. While Kansas State is fifth in passing yards allowed, they're 40th in total defense. That's because they're a hundred and second against the run. And the Sooners, they're fifth in the country on the ground. I like Oklahoma to get it done. They're just too much for, for Kansas State. The Kansas State offense range, ranks like 96th in the country. Well, Oklahoma's defense, is it's coming along. It's significantly improved. It's top 30 in the country. And, and that's the game changer in this one. That's what we haven't seen in a couple of years past. I don't think... Uh, I, I think Lincoln Riley has this team dialed in. I think they are going to cruise until the big 12 championship. I, I there's just, man, this team is really, really good. And, uh, I, I'm going to have a hard time picking them not to cover the rest of the way out. So give me Oklahoma. All right. All right. Um, all right. Before we get our last big 12 game, it's time for some non big 12 picks. Parker, you are a guest. Um, which, what, what, what game are you going with here? What game does your EPA model make you feel most confident in? Okay, so I went. I only filtered out for games involving a top twenty-five player because no one cares about who's going to beat who in the MAC except me. <laughs> um, and I just found the biggest disparity, the biggest projected margin in the top twenty-five. And I, I feel a little uncomfortable about this, but it came out with Ohio State and Wisconsin. Um, so the line I saw there was fourteen and a half, and the over/under was fifty point five. And my model has Ohio State plus twenty-one and a half. So I'm going to take Ohio State to cover solidly. Um, I think that line at 14 and a half is, is too little. I think if Wisconsin had won and the line was closer to 10 or 11, uh, people could have made a lot more money. 
Um, but yeah, I think I think that game, even though it's you know top fifteen teams, big defenses, Big Ten, all that, I think Ohio State runs away with that handily. Yeah, I we don't normally we try and pick different non Big Twelve games, but I I've all over this one. That fourteen line is is silly, like. Really? And and I agree. Had Wisconsin won, this would have been closer to like 10 and a half, 11. And I'd have been, I would have taken real money from like my, my daughter's savings, you know, college fund and just put it all over Ohio State to cover that line. And uh, she probably would have had college paid for. Um, I'm I'm going with Ohio State too. It's just, it's just that 14 line makes no sense. Like I trust Ohio State's defense to kind of hold Jonathan Taylor and and force the Wisconsin quarterback, who's good, but not a he's a he's not a going to go out and beat you quarterback. He's just a quarterback who's going to do a really nice job. I like Wisconsin's defense, and and plus you've already seen Illinois and Northwestern have shown you how to slow down Wisconsin's offense. If if Illinois and Northwestern can do it, I'm pretty sure Ohio State might be able to, uh, maybe <laughs> potentially potentially. So yeah, I am. Um, I'm with you. Uh, I hate I hate that we're both doing the same game, but I'm taking Ohio State to cover. That's interesting. You're both taking the same the same pick. Okay. I hey I've taken Ohio State a couple times myself this season. I won with them both times. I I don't hate the pick, but I look at that and I see that Wisconsin is five and two against the spread, and I just think there's better value out there to find. So I'm going to, well, speaking of the Big Ten um, and value, last week we said, you know, always pick against Rutgers. Well, this week Rutgers is playing Liberty, so I'm not going to, to take Rutgers uh, to take that, that, you know, that pick. But interestingly enough, ESPN and FPI actually favors Liberty in that one. So that just might be a fun uh, game to watch in an ugly kind of way. Uh, but so I'm going to look at the group of five this week. I'm going to go... Back to the group of five, specifically, uh, I'm looking at Ohio Bobcats at Ball State. The Cardinals are routinely beating the spread. They're five and two against the spread. They're at home. They're welcoming a Bobcat team that's just one and six against the spread. Um, It's a low line. I like that. It's not a crazy number they have to cover. Ball State's favored by two and a half. And ESPN, uh, the EF, the FPI gives the Cardinals a 67.5% chance to win. That's actually a, a pretty decent percentage. I, I like uh, I like all the indicating factors. I like that it's at home. I like that you know there's the disparity between the two teams how they how they play how they cover the spread. Um, Ball State they're also they're finding a rhythm. They lit up Toledo last week, 52 to 14. I, I like the Cardinals to stay hot and get the win, and all they have to do is get it by a field goal. So uh, give me Ball State. All right, last Big Twelve game, and I know we usually save our big our big game for the last, but I wanted to get the OSU out of the way because I don't want to talk about it anymore. Um, Texas Tech traveling to Lawrence in what I think is a really interesting game. Uh, Texas Tech currently a four and a half point favorite. Over under is at sixty four and a half. Uh, Chris, why don't you take this one first? Oh, great. Okay, I get to go first on this one. This one's tough. This one's really, really tough because almost all of the the factors, the data points you would look at, I feel like it all goes out the window because of the offensive staff shakeup uh, for Kansas. Are, you know, who are they? Are they the team that, you know, like lost to West Virginia, lost to TCU, lost to Oklahoma, lost to uh, Coastal Carolina? Or are they the, the anomaly that... Uh, 
soundly defeated Boston College and uh, hung close with Texas there last week. It's really tough. I want to take Texas Tech, and that was my initial pick in this one. But I think, after thinking about I think I'm going to go with the Jayhawks. One, um, I'm a little bit worried because Texas Tech has now seen a little bit more film on what the Jayhawks are going to look like now. But I like that this is at home for Kansas. Yes, it was a, a kind of a, a tough loss last week because that was a game that they could have won in it to the very, very end. But I feel like that that gives this team, it's a moral victory, it's going to give them a lot of confidence moving forward under the new offensive coordinator. And I I just think Carter Stanley is a better quarterback than Jet Duffy. I, I don't think, I think that's pretty fair to say at this point. Puka Williams looked like the Puka Williams from last season, uh, last week finally. And I, I think the Jayhawks, they, they have some momentum going. Texas Tech. They're coming off a couple of really tough losses. They're on a a one and four streak right now. It's not great, uh, and losing the way they did to Baylor and then uh, to Iowa State. I I think everything's kind of coming into play for Kansas to kind of steal a win here. And uh, I I say steal in in the fact that we probably didn't see this win coming a couple of weeks ago. But uh, I I'm gonna I'm gonna take the the Jayhawks and I'll and I'll take the five points too. Uh, just for a little bit of safety, but uh, yeah, that's my pick, I guess. All right. Uh, Parker, what do you got here, man? So I actually saw it as a 62 and a half over under, but the 64, I think, changes, doesn't really change anything. Um, I have Kansas plus one. No, excuse me, plus one without the home field. So Kansas plus about four and a half um, with the home field advantage. I think that KU's offense is rolling. I think they both have bad defenses. And I think uh, Jet Duffy is an interesting and fun quarterback, but not what you would call a good quarterback. Um, but Kansas's defense is bad enough to give up a lot of points. So I'm going to take Kansas plus four and a half. I'm going to take, sorry, not, not plus four and a half, Kansas to win by four and a half. Uh, so to cover, and I'm going to take uh, the over on that for sure. Over 64 and a half. Yeah, I, I can see that. Man, I have a hard time with this one because I, I have Texas Tech going to a bowl game and I kind of need them to win this one to do that. I think I think Kansas has figured a lot of things out on offense, but I've still felt with Kansas all season it's going to be like two a step forward and a few steps back. Um, I know they're at home for this. I don't think that Texas Tech's going to make the mistake that Texas kept making on every drive, which is just blitz, blitz, delayed blitz, delayed blitz, delayed blitz, delayed blitz. Hey, it keeps not working, and Carter Stanley keeps picking us apart because of it. Um, I hmm, I hate that four-and-a-half line. I really I really do, although Texas Tech opened as an eight-point favorite, which is nuts. Um, I hate the four-and-a-half because I, I do think Texas Tech's going to win this. I think they win it by like a field goal. So just to be safe, I will also take Kansas to cover the four and a half. I'm going to take it at four just so I don't have to deal with the hook. That way, if they somehow, you know, I feel good about that four because I'm going to take the cop out. But I'll go ahead and take Kansas in this one. I think I think Texas Tech wins, but I think by the hairs of their chinny-chin-chins. All right. Um, that's, uh, that's it. I feel good. Uh, me, and, uh, me and Parker are... Either we're both going to do really well this week, or we're both going to do fairly poorly. One, what well, something's going to happen along that line, man. Well, I know, I know your record on the season is worse than the guests, so I was at least trying to 
it won't get any worse this week. No, I appreciate uh, that. I appreciate <laughs> that. Uh, Parker, so like I said, you do some great stuff. You post some great stuff on Twitter. You do some wonderful things for Frogs of War. Uh, for everybody who wants to check out your work, where can they do so? Yeah, just follow me uh, at Stats War on Twitter. Um, that's where I put a bunch of stuff. I also am really open to requests. I'm good at making stuff. I'm not always good at ideas. So I, I love when people message me and say, Hey, I wondered about this. Can you show me this? So, so happy to talk about that there. Um, and then I have the stats of war podcast, which drops on Thursday mornings, uh, wherever you get your podcast. Parker, I appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us today. Um, I will look forward to more of our conversations about what the heck's going on in Fort Worth and Stillwater on Twitter. And, uh, and I know I picked Texas, but good luck to your team this weekend, man. Thanks so much. Yeah, I'm ho- I hope I'm wrong about both of my, my Oklahoma State and my Texas or my TC thing. So, yeah, thanks for, thanks for having me on, man. Always fun. guys a couple of things before we go just a reminder make sure you're subscribed to the 1012 podcast so you don't miss a single episode during the football season to rate and review the show five stars please it helps guests get the word out about the show to other people plus we just like to know what you like and don't like just if you're gonna give us one star let us know why we appreciate it don't forget if you want to be part of our first mailbag episode this month shoot us your question you can dm us on Twitter, at 1012podcast, T-E-N, the number 12, the word podcast, or you can shoot it to us in an email. That's 1012podcast, T-E-N, number 12, word podcast, at gmail.com. Sports Social Podcast Network.